All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again. More coverage of the 2020 NFL Draft, and uh, obviously we are covering day three here at buffalorumblings.com. And at this time of recording, the Bills have made two selections. In the fourth round, the Buffalo Bills took Gabriel Davis, the wide receiver from University of Central Florida. And in the fifth round with pick 167, maybe a bit of a mild surprise for fans, taking Jake Fromm, the quarterback from the University of Georgia. So let's start with Davis first. And and this was a bit of an interesting pick for the Bills, because I think when you talk about the uh, at least the preparation that a lot of Bills fans had done leading up to the draft. Davis was probably not someone they were too familiar with. Just finished his junior year at UCF out of the American Athletic Conference. Six foot three, 212 pounds, uh, a big bodied receiver. Again, we've talked about different prospects leading into the draft and would the Bills look to add some size at the receiver position. Um, For them, right, we know that in the second round, they went with A.J. Epinesa from Iowa, the defensive end. Adding to the running game was Zach Moss out of Utah in the third round. And then the question, what were the Bills going to do in the fourth? Uh, We know there was some disappointment out there from fans that, you know, were at least hoping that they would select a cornerback looking at Bryce Hall from Virginia, someone that seemed to be sliding throughout the second and third round and all the way into the fourth. And also Amik Robertson is another option at corner, but the Bills looking to add some depth at wide receiver. Now, I will admit Davis, not someone too familiar with leading into the draft, had read some scouting reports and different pieces, hadn't seen too much of his tape, but he looks like a an athlete to say the least at six foot three that can go up and pluck the ball out of the hand, out of the air, really, and um, and again, be that size receiver, I guess you could say, for the Bills. Caught a little bit of his uh conference call that he had with Buffalo Media after he was selected. He can contribute on special teams. He did this at UCF. So from that standpoint, right, when you talk about someone that might be your fourth or fifth receiver, is it someone that can contribute on teams? That is something that he can do. So for myself, I went to the draftnetwork.com to look at some of their coverage. Uh, This scouting report comes courtesy of Kyle Krabs, and here's his breakdown and his summary on Gabriel Davis. Uh, He's a high-ceiling receiver who, in the right role, would be able to be a viable contributor as a perimeter receiver. Davis will need notable coaching as a route runner in order to translate to a more consistent role, but his ball skills and vertical receiving ability offers enough value to warrant a day-three investment. Davis is a productive receiver who can win in a vertical passing offense and stack corners with physicality. Well worth an investment on day-three. So as we look at this, right, and, and, and continuing with the scouting report from Krabs, his best trait, the ball skills, as he you know mentioned there in the summary, his worst trait, his rote running. And from that standpoint, right, you think about the big three that the Bills have at wide receiver right now, consistent with their route running, guys like John Brown, Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs. Now you get a little bit more of a, of a project, right, at, at this standpoint, right? You talk about him, he can go up and make those contested catches, Um, maybe someone competing for the Duke Williams type spot, right? One of those pieces that you look at. Again, if you go to buffalorumblings.com, we've got all the coverage for you there. But Gabriel Davis, a bit of a surprise pick at 128 for the Bills. And then as we look forward, right, a little bit more of a surprise at 167. And I think for many of us, right, there was question, would the Bills be looking to draft a quarterback at some point on day three, right? You, You look at this, you think to yourself, okay, 
the Bills are in a position where as they go through with this, right, they they might need to upgrade it at backup. Not to say that Matt Barkley is not a capable backup in the league. We know that he has a great relationship with Josh Allen. We've seen him step up in a pinch as needed. Um, but really a question is the draft was going on right throughout the fourth round. Then into the fifth was Jake Fromm really being that highest rated player on the board, according to ESPN.com. As he continued to tumble and you start to look at some things and you're thinking to yourself, okay, many of us have seen Fromm from his time at the University of Georgia, right? What would he be able to do? Where is he going to fall in? And what type of quarterback prospect could he be? Six foot two, 220 pounds. You know, now he steps in. Is he going to have that opportunity to be a backup? And for Brandon Bean and the Buffalo Bills, they look at this. Now, for myself, right, I don't think this means the end of Matt Barkley's time with the Buffalo Bills um, from this standpoint, right? I think he is still that calming veteran presence on the sidelines for Buffalo. And I think Jake Fromm will be that number three quarterback. Now, of course, right, you, you've got to, you can't go to the practice squad without being cut first. So from that standpoint, I would look at him as someone that, that unless he has a disastrous time and any sort of offseason work in the preseason and who knows when that'll even happen or training camp and whatnot. But Jake Fromm, you know, could come in and be the number three quarterback for the Bills. But again, from that standpoint, in a pinch, if anything were to happen to Josh Allen, that he could be the likely guy coming in and playing ahead of Matt Barkley. Again, with Barkley really being more of that, call it that seasoned veteran, right, that can mentor the younger quarterbacks and uh, almost be a, a pseudo quarterback coach on the sidelines. So with that, when we look at a lot of these pieces, right, from still a little bit of a project to, to say the least. And uh, in this next scouting report, I look to, uh, you know, to, to uh, Joe Marino from the draft network here, the best trait for, for from his processing, his worst trait, arm strength, which is a little bit different, right? When you think of a backup for Josh Allen, you know, if you're trying to get someone in a, a similar type of vein, of course, Allen has the rocket arm, not exactly the strength for Jake Fromm. His NFL comparison is Chase Daniel, which I think is an interesting comp because that's a guy that has made a nice career for himself as a backup quarterback in the league. And, and let's read the summary here from Marino, which I think gives you some additional perspective, uh, right? Because again, I think when you look at this, it's an unbiased piece. This was written before the draft before you knew he would be with the Bills. So in no way, shape, or form is this that type where it's, oh, I think he's going to be great because my team just drafted him. So with that said, I'm going to pull up the summary here, and I'll read it to you in just a sec. All right, so when we talk about Fromm, here's what Marino writes. Thrust into action as a true freshman, Jake Fromm, quarterback Georgia, to three consecutive SEC championship games as the facilitator of the offense. While there was notable growth from 2017 to 2018, Fromm plateaued in 2019 and regressed. The overarching concern with Fromm is that he just has too many limitations to project him as a starter in the NFL and warrant a high draft selection. He doesn't offer much in the way of athleticism, and his throwing power is below average, limiting the plays and throws he can execute. From an intangibles and football IQ perspective, Fromm aces the test. All the ingredients are present for Fromm to enjoy a lengthy career as a backup and spot starter, but there just isn't much optimism that he will ever be the guy. So I think as you take a look at that, right, that is a description of a career backup quarterback. I don't think for anyone 
no type of situation where you look at things and think to yourself, this is going to be a threat to Josh Allen or cause any sort of divide in the locker room. That is not it, right? This is someone that you can develop as a backup quarterback for when it's time to move on from Matt Barkley and someone that could spot, stop, start in a pitch for the Bills and that type of situation. So, uh, again, it's interesting as the draft continues, right, the fourth and fifth round picks for the Bills. Right now they still have three additional picks, uh, two in the sixth round, numbers 188 and number 207, and also pick number 239 in the seventh round. Probably the most surprising thing right now, Brandon Bean. No trade-up scenario yet for the Buffalo Bills. Um, from this standpoint, I was expecting him to make a move up earlier in the fourth round. Then I was expecting him to make a trade maybe into the back end of the fourth or earlier in the fifth. But so far, no trades from the Buffalo Bills as we head into the sixth round of the 2020 NFL Draft. So, you know, we go through with so many of these pieces. It's just interesting to see, right? What, you know, we just look at it and it's just a, it's an interesting perspective. I see a tweet right here from Matt Perino, actually, that I'll, I'll share with you. I got a, a tad bit distracted as it came up. But ESPN's Mort report, Chris Mortensen on broadcast, says Brandon Bean texted him and said, plan wasn't to draft Jake Fromm today, but value was too good in the fifth. And I think when we talk about general managers, right, Brandon Bean in particular, talking about going best player available, Jake Fromm looks like he was that best player available for the Bills in the fifth round, and he's the pick at 167. Gabriel Davis, the wide receiver from University of Central Florida, uh, the pick at 128 in the fourth round, and we'll continue our coverage coming up at buffalorumblings.com. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, go Bills.